Hello and welcome to Bampow TV, your weekly recap for actually liking Krypton. I'm your host, Kenneth, and around the table, as always, I am joined with Monica. I'm here, but I'm not happy about it because you guys are mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what meanie Monica would say. No, no, and best Beatrice. That's me. Wow! <laughs> I brought a gift. This is offensive. And Kenneth, who apparently is a boobsmith. It's true. I did not go <laughs> I will leave <laughs> six years of boobology <laughs> to be called Mr. Boob. Um, I'll call you Dr. Boob. Yes. That's it's because you are a boob. <laughs> I literally hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you signed up for this and you keep showing up. I so. know. Why? We're going to do this for like 19 more years. Forever. Oh, God. Could be 80 and talking about. <laughs> we're just, like, we're just a conference room at the old folks home just like not even recording that'd be so great just, like spider-man they bring us, like fake microphones spider-man 2099 is actually just topical and we're still yes. talking about it i assume at that point kenneth is gonna have one of those walkers with the tennis balls on the bottom <laughs> and monica's gonna have like a cane i'm gonna have a straight she, up cane she's gonna have a cane that she just keeps hitting kenneth with <laughs> i no, mm, Supernatural mm. is on its 95th season. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. They somehow managed to rejuvenate both those boys. One's in like a wheelchair with like a person pushing them, yeah. and the other one also has the tennis ball walker. Come on, Sammy. Sammy, we gotta fight these demons. They've got direct telepathic connections <laughs> to each other, and yet they still hide stuff they from each other. They still don't have a conversation. They're having the <laughs> same fight. Year 96. That like, seems right. Is my dementia acting up again, or are they having the same... Fight. <laughs> we all just watch it and throw popcorn at the TV. Mm-hmm. I'm weirdly here for this, actually. This is all I want in life is, you know, we're never going to get the thing where we all like live together in like one apartment building or a communal plot of land, but we will all be in the same home. Yeah. So. It's terrifying. I don't know about you, but I plan to have my uh, my consciousness downloaded into a robot body. The singularity. <laughs> Yo, uh, I am same. here for it. All I want in life is immortality. I think you guys know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Plus, your okay. robot body is going to be way hotter. Rude. I mean, like, wow. my human body is plenty hot. I was talking about me. Dang. I was talking about, like, my robot body is going to be, like, way hotter. I just meant in general. I mean, not possible. You're banging. Like, what How do you about you? Me? No. Jesus. This oh is, my god, this is devolved. This is a shit show already. Okay, news okay. of the week. Uh, all the final trailers for all the CW shows are dropping. Um, and honestly, everything looks pretty great. Uh, Supergirl and Flash both got new costumes. Grant's got his chin strap back. Supergirl has pants. And I am just happy with everything. Great. I'm about the pants. Agree. And um, Sony is rumored to be making Spider-Man 3 and bringing two new villains in. So Are they, they keeping Tom Holland? Literally nothing. Uh, I assume so. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll keep him. They'll make this movie. It's going to be shitty. And then they're going to reboot Spider-Man again. God. Because the problem is, is you can't reference anything from the MCU. Mm-hmm. So the connection between the last Spider-Man movie and the new Spider-Man it's movie gonna be weird. is going to be really weird. Yeah. Well, and just having especially happy suddenly drop out of it yeah. is going to be very strange. Well, he's never going to be able to say the words Tony Stark or Iron Man when that was a huge part of his story this time around. Well, and we can't yeah. talk about the snap or the blip or whatever else it was doing. We can't talk about Edith. We like, can't talk about anything. Yeah, we're just not going to talk about any of that stuff. Yeah. Which, for me, the emotional character continuity is, like, the number one reason why I like these movies. Yeah, exactly. And so to just cut all of that is going to be very weird. I wonder if they're going to keep MJ. I 
assume not because Sony's terrible at making these movies. Yeah. Like the only way <gasps> they're going to like re- recast her with a white girl or they're going to bring in Gwen Stacy no. and then kill her again. Yeah. I don't, I think they would keep MJ. Like, I think they would keep the core cast the same um, because that's got a proven track record. Like the only way I could see this really working is if they had the people who directed, wrote and directed into the Spider-Verse do this one. And then like, I'd kind of be like, okay, fine. But Why also, wouldn't they have the people who did the other two that do this one as well? They're not contractually... Uh, Are they contractually stuck with the MCU people? I thought uh, Feige and his writers did a lot of the stuff for the first two. No, they brought in a new director who also helped write it, I thought. Okay. And so maybe I would oh, hope yeah, they then... would keep the same director Yeah, at least. so you have the same tone running through all three? Yeah. Okay, okay, that'd be cool. And legit, yeah. like, Feige may be pissed about this, but he's gonna want to get it back into the MCU and he's going to want it to still make money. Mm-hmm. So I would hope long game style, he'd be like, fine, you can have these writers, you can have this director to keep like the feel of the movies the same. I hope so. I would hope so. Or he could be a man about it and get pissy and be like, you don't get to play with any of my toys. And then we get the original Spider-Man three again. Yeah. I would hope he would at least try not, not to be like a tiny, small asshole about it and think, well, you don't get any of our toys so that when this movie flops, I can buy it for you from, from, from you for $12. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, don't know. think he will. Yeah, I don't he see hasn't, him being like that. He hasn't felt that way. Like when they allowed him to help on the first one mm-hmm. he didn't actually get that much input but they did let him make some decisions and i think that he's still working on like goodwill with them mm-hmm. he's pretty good which i appreciate about looking at the long game oh yeah of stuff. yeah he's got a crazy plan yeah so like him pissing all over sony is not gonna That's go not- hand in hand with his eventual long game of mm-hmm. getting all of marvel back to marvel yeah because like they still have x-men and they still have the fantastic four yeah yeah yeah, because, I mean, what it's pretty much Spider-Man and the Spider-Verses out there. The Hulk for independent movies is still universal. And, like, Namor or something, maybe? Yeah, somebody else weird has Namor. Yeah, which is strange, because... I mean, who cares? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Namor's him show up fun. as a villain in Fantastic Four. I think that'd be fun. I want him to be a villain in Fantastic Four, but he spends the entire time hitting on Sue. So... Every Fantastic so Four normal. comic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I want. And Sue, I want Sue to not be offended. Like, I want Sue to be kind of into it. Because um, Reed sucks. Have you seen Namor? Yeah, she's not, kind of into uh, it. Yeah. Dude's remember remember that time in comics when he commissioned a statue of himself shirtless and then had it delivered to her home Didn't with her husband? Didn't she keep it? Yes, she just did. Just to piss off Reed because yes, she a piece did. of shit. So good. I love it. I love it. Um... Any other any other news? Anything worth talking about? Some piece of shit man on the internet is trying to spread the rumor that Disney is suffering Brie Larson fatigue. Yes, with that movie that made them a shitload of money, yeah. right? Basically, the opening the lady that everyone loves. Yeah, the opening sentence is like, um, as the first movie starring a woman, Captain Marvel had a lot to do. And while it didn't make as much money, nor was as beloved as other MCU, and I'm like, what movie did you fucking see? What summer did you experience versus the summer that I fucking remember? It's just like a a white basement dwelling man beast. Yeah, it's incels. Well, it just also reminds me of when, like, after the movie first came out and they were doing the press tour, somebody kept trying to spread some rumor that none of the other cast liked her. Yeah, Yeah. which is bullshit. No, I don't believe that for a minute. A bunch of the other cast people drop behind the scenes pictures of them just Mm -hmm. having a great time. I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Because, yeah, if there's someone who doesn't want to spend time with the cast, then they just don't. Like, Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't really hang out with anybody. 
Well, she's a different a, story. Yeah, uh, she's too busy peddling her goop bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, the woman can barely remember what she's doing half she, the time. Uh, she frustrates me a so fit. much. She is a, let's say, problematic faith. <laughs> she well, is a better an example. anti-science, terrible person who is ruining lives with her shitty business. I mean, yeah. No and one disagrees I with you. I hate it so much. I'm going to take us back on Ugh. track and say a better example would be Jared Leto in Suicide Squad. That oh, is someone <laughs> who no one else liked working with, and you can tell by the way they act on the press tour, yeah. where they are forever taking selfies with him, like, five feet away, and yeah. don't invite him into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But everybody seems to love Brie Larson. And Samuel L. Jackson likes Brie Larson, and I feel like he's got probably a pretty good radar for bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel like if he doesn't like you, he will let you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's not shy. He's Samuel L. Jackson. He'll do what he wants. Also, I'm still really excited for the new Suicide Squad, and I don't know what to do with myself. There better be six helicopter crashes. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Ten at the yeah, beginning. Is yeah, yeah. Kara coming back? Kara Delvine? They did her dirty in the last one. I want to uh, see if she they was can the... do her right. Enchantress. She's yeah, Enchantress. Um, I don't I don't remember seeing her name on there, but also there was like twenty four names, so yeah. that doesn't say much. Um Fine. at least we know Jared Leto's not gonna be in it. Yeah, which is great. Oh man, also uh I don't think we talked about it last time, so I know what you podcasted last summer when it saw it chapter two, and before it opened it had that fantastic uh Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey like <gasps> thingy. That, mm-hmm. we, I remember we thought that was like part of the movie. Yeah, it's like what is... Oh, wait. What the... Why is she... Oh. Oh, hey. Nice call out. I'm tired of clowns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, so Yeah, girl. Oh, I want to talk about the thing I was talking about in the car yesterday. So, um, I saw this Tumblr post about Leto and his whole, like, um, not understanding what method acting is and using it as an excuse to terrorize his coworkers yeah. on Suicide Squad mm-hmm. and how, um, because of that, he only has, like, seven minutes in the film. He wasn't really on the press tour. Um, none of the cast and crew like him. He pissed off Will Smith and Margot Robbie, who both carry a lot of clout right now. Mm-hmm. And um, for Su- or for the um, Birds of Prey movie that she's doing, there is a scene with Joker in it, and they chose to cast a body double rather than bring him back. And I was like, Jared Leto, learn a fucking lesson, bro. Yeah, that's awkward. Uh, can confirm that Cara Delevingne will not be in Suicide Squad too. Lame. Mm, that's better for her, probably, but they did her dirty. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm just imagine like both Will Smith and Margot Robbie going, yes, we'll come back, but if you bring yeah, that piece of shit in, one condition. we want a bonus of insane amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Jared Leto tax. Captain Boomerang's coming Jared back, Leto and tax. I'm so happy. Oh my God. Dude, he, okay, I will fight you on this. He was a delight in that movie. I honestly don't remember. Should we get drunk and rewatch it? Yes, we should. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh it was such a piece of crap. Remember, we talked about this a lot, but it we talked about that for like six episodes yeah. because it was so fucking shitty. It, it impacted it just kept us coming greatly. back. All right, okay. Uh, let's jump right in. What do we? What do we want to talk about first? B's favorite, the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Which my God. Okay, yeah. No, fuck it. We're doing it. We're just gonna rip this bandaid off. This show is a treasure and i am having such a weird good time with it and because we're, we're introduced to the the weirdly named the female in this one is that her actual name because the it's, entire time i was like this is horrifying it's her actual name in the comics um what i'm really hoping because they don't learn who she is is in this episode i'm hoping this is their like kind of homage to yeah we know the comics had this shitty name so we're just going to refer to her as a nameless person for now. And when she actually gets recruited to the team, you know, she picks okay, up a normal I name. I hope so, because 
that I, was awful. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. All right. Um, and I think that would be a great way to kind of bridge the world of, you know, We like this idea, but it was pretty shitty. Misogyny. So we're going to make it better. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I, I mean, remember I remember reading that before it was coming out that like there was going to be a team it was all dudes and the one girl on it was literally called the female yeah. and I'm like gross. Yeah, you're like mm. yeah. Yeah. Well, and they've changed enough about like Starlight's story that I'm hoping that they see this and will also mm-hmm. change this. And there are women in this writers room which I really like and so I hope every single one of them was like, "Hi, we're only signing up to do this for one fucking episode." Yeah. <laughs> So, um, three three main story plots going on in this one. <coughs> Huey and Starlight are on a date um, because Grouchy Carl Urban finds out Huey got Starlight's number. So, he's like, hey, no, you need to go on a date with her. It's like recon. And um, mm-hmm. clone her phone so we can eavesdrop on the seven. It's not great. It's but not also, great. But as also, as an audience, we know Starlight's a good person. And we know that she and Huey could be friends. Mm-hmm. So, like, while it's not stellar, like... I'm hoping it'll lead to her switching. Well, and it's, it's, uh, honestly, it reminds me of person of interest. It's like yeah. anytime we run into somebody, we don't know if we can trust them or not. So we're going right. to clone their phone and listen to all their shit. Yeah. 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 I'm so, just sad it's like a date date. Yeah. It was a real nice date though. And it's, it was very cute. It was interesting to watch because he, you know, it's, I forget because it's been a while since, you know, like this has been, I, I've been watching four episodes over the course of a month and a half now. Um, it's been maybe a week since his girlfriend was exploded. So just on the date, like he's having some pretty gnarly PTSD mm-hmm. and is kind of zoning out at times. Um, at one point he sees his girlfriend and I'm like, Huey, like, yeah. number one, she'd want you to be happy. Number two, this is a little fast. But number three, you're not actually interested in Starlight. Like, yeah. And number four, maybe go talk to somebody. Yeah. Right? Bro. Um, I almost see, like, Huey and Huey thinks Starlight's hot, obvi, because she's hot. But, like, I almost think he really just likes talking to her. Yeah. And I, I kind of don't see them as endgame. I almost just really, I hope I the show just, just lets them be friends. Yeah. Yeah. Because they both need a friend. Yeah, seriously. Thing I really like too. So they're bowling, and she's doing this was so great. Shitty, and he's he's kind of zoned out right now during it because he's just having that emotional conflict of you there's, know I like her, but also I need to spy on her. There's also a lot of loud noises and surprise noises, and mm-hmm. he just blew up a person. Yeah, so he's got some stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. so he's not and, really paying attention. And so she asks him, "Hey, are you okay?" And he finally like snaps out of it and is like, you know. I've got this problem, actually. Um, You said you were a good bowler. You've got super strength. You're terrible. What's going on here? You're just throwing gutter balls. Like, you don't have to repress yourself for He basically goes, if you're losing on purpose for my benefit, don't bother. I'd like to see you... Show me what you got. Yeah, kind no, of she a thing. Basically, just fucking hucks the bowling she, ball. Like straight <laughs> up, like, gets a strike, and nice. so then they get to have a conversation where she talks about how like every experience she's ever had with men, when they found out that she could beat them at anything and <sighs> kick their ass, they all dumped her or stopped talking to her yeah. or da 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 da. And, and he's just like, he's yo, like, that's awesome. I feel like those men are terrible. Yes. I think it's great that you could take me and also kick my ass at anything. Like mm-hmm. that's who you are as a person, and I like who you are. So why wouldn't I like that? He was just, like, a good dude. I feel like that's the difference between, like, a man who knows himself and is content with himself and is not, you know, his his masculinity is not fragile. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think he also, like, he knows who and what he is. 
he's figuring some shit out, but, like, mm-hmm. this isn't a thing he's worried about. Yeah. And also, I feel like in this universe where, like, supers are real and women are superheroes, men who still have this problem, like, what are you doing here? You're, yeah. like, a relic of a bygone era. If you think she's hot and you want a boner, you have to understand, like, she could crush you with one finger. That's part of, like, who she is, and you should mm-hmm. want that. Not, like, the crushing, but, like, you should yeah. like that. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like, they did that guy in college who didn't want me to wear heels because I was taller than him. And I'm just like, you're such a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching the end of um, Aquaman because it was on TV and I love that movie so much. Um, And Nicole Kidman shows up for her, like, husband lover, his dad, the lighthouse keeper. Her husband lover. Her husband lover. And Nicole Kidman's tall. She's a tall stripe of a woman, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, her husband lover is a regular dude. He's, like, 5'10". And they let her be tall around him and i really liked that yeah because they they have like the the pulled out shot of them on the the dock leading to the white house and yeah. she's noticeably taller no than and him. they don't make him stand on an apple box yeah she gets to they wear don't tom heels yeah they don't tom cruise it <laughs> and i just really appreciate that we've hit that point where like it's fine if girls are taller than boys tall women are not emasculating no they're fucking stellar yeah oh i have an amazon lady you. kink like for real <laughs> anyway that's um one story yeah line. That, so that's one storyline uh second storyline is uh a plane gets hijacked by random whomever oh terrorist God, blah 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 awful. uh so uh voight the company voight 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 uh is like, hey, this is a perfect time. It's over international waters. Let's send in Homelander and Queen Mabe. Have Maeve them Mab. Mab. It's Queen Mabe. I said it wrong. Maeve. Sorry. Um, have them save the day because they're trying to push this whole uh, superheroes get picked up by the military. Like uh, they want to send Homelander to Afghanistan and like fight for us, kind of bullshit. Gross. Yeah, and they're not allowed legally to work on foreign land mm-hmm. or whatever they can only operate within the united states of america but because the plane is currently over international waters it's fair game they can go in and save it and like be awesome yeah mm-hmm. and it'll help push their agenda so they show up um homelander eyeballs that well he like, and kills it, everyone which it, i'm like you're not gonna be able to question any of these people like i i it, understand they're terrorists but like the whole point is like to get the cell that they're from and then get like the the whole thing. Oh no! His whole reason for being there was to push the agenda. He, I don't think he cared about where they were from just, at all. I just hate him. Oh, for, uh, he's a d- giant piece of shit. So anyway, he um, makes me very uncomfortable. He, they they kill the the terrorists on the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, calm everyone down. Everyone's like, "Yeah, you're the best." Uh, and then Maeve kicks in the captain's door. Surprise! There's an extra dude there. One of the co-pilots dead. The captain's got a gun to his head. And then boom! Captain gets shot too. And the plane's going down. Nobody Homelander knows how to can't fly it. apparently control his eyes and blows out the control system for the plane. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, because he's got impulse control issues. So Maeve is like, we have to save the plane. And he's like, how? And she lists out four different ways that he could do it. Fly under it and hold it up. Fly it down. Da, da, da. And he's like, oh, it could flip over. Oh, I could punch my arm through. We should just leave. And then, yeah, he, he bullies her into leaving. And there's, like, a little girl, like, Queen Maeve, don't leave me. She tries to go, let's just save two people. Yeah. This girl and, and like, her mom. And he's like, if we do? fucking bring them, they will tell everyone that we let everyone die. And then, like, he, people start bum-rushing, and he starts cursing at them, and I will fucking kill all of you. Get the fuck back. Like, it was, it was awful. Oh, my God. He, oh, man. Remember that comic we read with the Superman guy who, like, yes. went dark? That's what he is. 
I hate it a lot. It's very uncomfortable. And poor Queen Maeve is just like, I can't fly. I am yeah. strong, but I can't save a plane without someone who can fly. Mm-hmm. And so, he, I think, could kill her easily. So, oh, like, yeah. If she, I feel like, honestly, if she pushed the issue too hard, he would kill her, too. He'd just leave mm-hmm. her on that plane. Yeah. And then it'd be like, oh, no, we tried to save the plane, but it went terribly wrong, and they killed Queen Maeve, too. Yeah, I barely got out myself. Yeah, so plane crashes. Uh, the episode wraps up with wreckage washing up onto the shore, and Homelander and Queen Maeve are there uh, with some reporters looking, looking at it. Looking disappointed yeah. and sad. And then he spins this story of, oh, this you never know. never would have happened if yeah. we'd been allowed in the military. If NORAD had told us, we could have gotten there in time. We could have oh helped. If they, blah, hadn't, blah, blah. if they hadn't, like, spun up their jets first and called us, we could have saved 123 men, women, and children. And Queen Maeve is just like, I'm going to kill everyone. <laughs> And he's, like, so. crying. Oh, dude he's, is a sociopath. He's a sociopath. Like, honestly, like, I hate that guy. The dude playing him oh, is doing, doing such... Amazing. He's very, like, Je- uh, King Jeffrey-ish. Joffrey. Where, like... Yeah. He, he doesn't makes understand consequences. his character. Yeah. He, he only really understands, like, marketing and PR. He doesn't mm-hmm. really understand the consequences of his actions. But he's always able to cover for it. Yeah. And poor Queen Maeve is just standing there going, I fucking, I fucking <laughs> hate everything. Father. At one point, he, like, brings her in. He's like, right, Maeve? And she just kind of, like, nods. Uh-huh. Like, she can't uh-huh. even sure. talk. Sure, sure, like, sure. Gross. Yeah. And Stillwell, the runner of Voight, is watching this happen because she's the one who sent them to save the plane. I was like, ooh, they're going to be in trouble. But he twisted it and made the crash about them getting into the military. Yeah, and so she's like, oh. Perfect. Nice. That worked, too. Yeah. Um... And then on the flip flip side, we've got a uh, angry Carl Urban, French guy, black dude. I should definitely learn Frenchy people's and names. milk. That yeah. Oh god, yeah. But there's milk. <laughs> Ugh, that's a gross name. Yes. So um, this is where we find the girl. Can we call her the girl? The lady. The lady. The the murder lady. Okay. Um, murder lady works for she me. Is so the murder lady. Murdery. She's very murdery. Okay, so. They're trying to figure out where A-Train is going and coming with the blue stuff that he uses to juice. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, compound V. They have blackmail on the girlfriend because she, like, killed that guy with her fucking vagina. <laughs> yes, she did. Um, And so she tells him that every time he takes the compound V or goes to get compound V, he comes back with sesame noodles from this one place. Mm-hmm. So they're staking out the place. They happen to see a guy carrying an order of food and a gun. Like, he has a gun. So, like, cool, we're going to follow him. They find this, like, basement full of, like, card-playing um, Asian like, villains. Gangstery people. Right. Um, and so they're kind of, like, looking for the Compound B, and Frenchie sees a cell with a TV playing, like, Korean K-pop. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And there's this very dirty woman, just, like, dirty and gross and sitting under a table just, like, watching the TV. And so um, he, like, lets her out. There's something about this girl. He, like, immediately imprinted on her. And not in, like, a gross way. In, like, I think she needs help. Well, okay. Because I, we find out later in the episode yeah. why. I was going to get that. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Um, So, she, he, he lets her out. She proceeds the, to... The guards are like, don't let her yeah. out of there! And then she murders everyone At one in point, there. she's just punching her fists through a dude's chest. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. And it made the squishiest sound. She stuck her middle fingers into this dude's eyeballs <gasps> and like, like kind of like, <gasps> it was cool. Yeah. Gross. Very Super murdery. gross. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was oh, man, it. so good. Not <laughs> show I should watch it work. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. our three, not heroes, our three friends. Our, th- our three pals. Our three pals. 
Um, comrades. Comrades. Uh, it was Huey. Angry Carl Urban wasn't there yet. He was talking oh. to his um FBI ex. Oh yeah, that's right. That's it's not right. really important. Yeah. So they yeah. they lock themselves in her cage. Like her, they br- they close the door so she can't get to them, mm-hmm. and then she takes off. Angry Carl Urban shows up. Like, Huey goes on his date. Yeah. And so they go looking for her. They find a couple clues. She goes to this nail salon, and she's just, like, dirty and ragamuffin-y. Blood feet. dripping off her hands yeah, still. Yeah, her nice. blood made bloody footprints. She goes all the way to the back and, like, murders this lady who runs the nail salon. Aww. And I'm like, this feels like vengeance. Yes. Yeah, because she killed just, she walked through, you know, a, a room full of people other to people. kill this one person. Okay. So I'm starting to put together, she's going after the people who put her in captivity. Mm-hmm. This yeah. woman was maybe supposed to help her, but betrayed her and sold her to these men. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, go for it. Get yeah. all of them. YOLO, bro. So Frenchie kind of like has a feel for her and figures out where she's going next, which is Penn Station. Mm-hmm. So they go to Penn Station and they split up. And there's some stupid fight that Milk and Frenchie are in. Someone named Maxwell or Mallory. Oh, well, because basically the the plan was uh, Frenchie got from, you know, I don't know, one of his exes or something, uh, this uh, gas canister that would knock the lady out. Um, and the, the plan is find her, gas her, knock her out. So, you know, we can probably tie her up and talk to her without her pulling our guts out. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes across her in a, a video store watching more K-pop. Instead of gassing her, talks to her, reveals, hey, you know, my parents divorced, uh, and then my dad, like, stole me in the way in the middle of the night one time, and then we were just on the move forever, I tried to run away, and he would, like, put his cigarettes out on my leg. Basically, like, every three days, his dad would take him outside for a walk and tell him how much he loved him while he smoked a cigarette, and then, at the end, put the cigarette out on his leg. (sighs) So we get more establishment as to why... Frenchie is feeling empathy for this lady. Okay. He kind um, of can understand being a captive, but wanting to nothing more than to just go home. Yeah, just get yeah. home. And he almost has her. He almost, like, gets her to a point where she kind of, like, trusts him. Mm-hmm. He's, like, small like she is. He's talking softly. He put the weapon away. Like, he's doing all the right stuff. And then there's, like, a loud noise. It, it switches from K-pop over to breaking news about the plane crash. About the plane crash. And mm-hmm. so she flips out and runs. Yeah. Um, so... Frenchie and Milk get into an argument because apparently this team broke up previously because some lady was uh, running the team, had an op, Frenchie went off book, and um, one of the soups, because of that, like got away and killed this lady's grandkids. Lamplighter, then... who's in the seven. Oh, yeah, that's the Green Lantern, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. He so... killed her babies. Yeah, so oh that that's God. why the, the team split up. Well, I guess so I'm, so I'm sure the, the woman who was running their... Pre- previous team. Mallory. Um, they were chasing down Lamplighter? Yeah, because this team has been together hunting soups because they okay. know how terrible they all are. Okay. So they were hunting Lamplighter. Frenchie went off book. Lamplighter got away, like, from their, like, capture. Mm-hmm. And to punish them, he murdered Mallory's grandbabies. Oh, God, that's fucked up. Yeah, so, which is makes a lot more sense now why Milk is not super happy with Frenchie. Milk's good at this job, but he's a softie. He has a wife he loves. He wants to have babies. He yeah. wants to, like, he eat ice cream and hang out with her. Like, yeah. He has people. Yeah. Um. So they, they end up, uh... Oh, uh, A-Train shows up. Oh, my God. A-Train's been, like, stalking her as they're stalking her because he saw them Oh, our murder lady? 
Yeah, he saw them raid his drop-off zone. Well, he saw he, somebody raid it. He didn't know he, it was them specifically. Not them, right. He saw the cops and pulling out bodies, and he's like, fuck. So he's kind of also following the same breadcrumbs to find her. Mm-hmm. I think that the compound V is made by her. Oh, maybe it's like a... Like an excretion or from something. from her blood or something? Yeah, or something. I think yeah, because she is at least vaguely super strong. She's super strong. Because you can't normally punch through a dude's chest. <laughs> yeah. She's super strong. Um, She... She's fast. She's super strength. Like, she has mad fighting skills. And I think... Vaguely resilient, at least. Yeah. Because at one point... She has, she has like, nails that... Murder nails. We'll get there. Stop skipping ahead. Well, we're... We're telling you, a story. Oh, my gosh. Murder nails. So Murder we nails. find out A-Train is also hunting her. And they're like, fuck. So Milk has to bail because A-Train bumped into him at his girlfriend's place. Mm-hmm. And will recognize him. So they're down in a subway platform. A-Train finds her grabs her and goes running off with her. And they all kind of see him take her. And Milk wants to go and get... Not Milk. Frenchie wants to go get her because A-Train's beating the living shit out of her. Mm -hmm. At one point, he's got her head and is just repeatedly banging it against a wall in, like, speed forest time. Yeah, one thing I really like about this show is it establishes how much damage a speedster could do. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you see the flash fight, and it's like, oh, I'm going to run, and then I'll punch him once. And this dude's just, like, in the space of a second, punches her, like, 40 times. Right. Bangs her head against a wall, just, like, repeatedly. Um, but, as Kenneth was about to spoil you with, she did fine. There was no blood. She she didn't really get injured. What's that? What just happened? Who's touching a thing? What just happened? There we go. We I, got, there was some feedback. Oh. Yeah, just make it weird. Like, okay. um, noise. She wasn't injured. There was no blood on the wall. She was able yeah, to really get up and came run out away. Worse than her head did. Oh. So she's got some resiliency. She's got super strength. She's pretty hard to kill. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's beating the shit out of her. And Anger Carl Urban wants everyone to leave. And Frenchie's like, no, we should like get her. Mm-hmm. So Frenchie goes, oh my god, A Train, and gets the whole civilian population. To, be to like, come over oh, and be like, wow. oh my god, A-Train! And to force him to stop killing this person. Yeah. So A-Train has to come up and talk to people and take selfies. So the three anti-heroes get to go and find her. Okay. Yeah. And so they do. Frenchie tries talking to her. Right, they just uh, want to gas her. And Frenchie's like, oh, no, there's I, this whole there's this whole speech that Carl Urban does about the Spice Girls. Oh my god, yeah. Because, like, Milk wants to quit because he and Frenchie get in that big fight. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, Carl Urban goes, what's, what's baby, or what's... Um, Sporty Spice up to, and he's like, I don't. What the fuck what? is it? What? And he asks, he asks, Frenchy, what's Baby Spice up to? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm very, I'm French. I don't know. And he gives like this two minute like Discussion. worst motivational yeah. speech ever like, of how the French or Spice Girls they're terrible apart, but together they're, they're this the unstoppable Spice Girls. <laughs> and then he like he goes, now we're gonna do this, and like goes off, and Milk's like he gives the worst pet talk. <laughs> and Frenchie's like, they're really bad. But they both go with And it, them. you know, it worked. it worked. So it was so good. <laughs> so they want to gas her and mm-hmm. Frenchie's like, she could be a Spice Girl. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, it bringing it back around. Very cute. And he goes and tries to talk to her and he kind of almost has her, but I think she's just like hopped up on adren- adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And so she like jumps on him. So they gas the both of them. Yeah. But she's with us now. And Frenchie's on her side, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, a poison murderer guy, so I think as long as he still likes her, they won't be able to hurt her. Yeah. Because he'll stand... And they don't... Milk's not gonna hurt her. 
The only one we really have to worry about is Angry yeah. Carl Urban. But if both Milk and Frenchie are like, you can't hurt her. She's not a bad person. Like, well, and I think I think you're probably right. I mean, the idea that the compound bee comes from her makes sense. Yeah, yeah I hadn't even thought about that. Well, because it, it reminded me, wasn't there something? What were we watching? Where there was a like, thing in The Flash where they had a guy who they were collecting yeah. his tears. So they just kept torturing him so he would cry. Ugh. Katie Zakoff, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so, was... Because yeah. why else would they keep her unless she was providing them with something? Yeah. Well, I mean, the only other option is I don't want to think about that. The only, yeah, the only other option is terrible to think about and honestly doesn't really make sense considering the fact that she's super strong. Right. Oh, see, I thought the why they were keeping her was because if they let her out, they knew she was just going to find a way to kill all of them. Like, you could dump her but you'd across have to, the continent. You'd have to ask yourself why they why they caught her in the first place. Why she's imprisoned yeah, in the first place yeah. to make her angry enough to want to kill all of them. And my thought is she creates compound B, yeah. B inside okay. of her. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that either, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, either she's doing something for them. You know, that, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. I forgot about the most important D plot. Okay. And that's the deep Oh my god! Oh so, my god! Oh my god! Did he fuck a porpoise? Oh my god! Wait, what? No, no, no. <laughs> do you want to tell it, or do you want me to tell? Oh it? my god! Please be my guest. Okay, so the deep has a therapist. I guess the seven go talk to someone, okay. which is like good. I don't know how much truth they tell, but they go talk to someone. And the deep, like basically, we're supposed to feel bad for him, but like fuck that guy. He talks about saving creatures and stuff, and how like you know there's a problem here, and the dolphins are sat here, and this porpoise told me this, and the whales are blah, and all of the seven like make fun of him, mm-hmm. and they like prank him and put shit in his locker or whatever. So he goes to the head of Vo- Voight, and he's like, "Hi, Oceanland's terrible. No, the dolphins are underfed. I want to do something good for the environment and for these creatures that I can talk to you because I represent them." And she's like. You're the face of Oceanland. Yeah, we're running How a whole we campaign do this? with them. And he's like, well, it's a really shitty deal. We can just, like, forgo the deal, right? And she's like, no, that's not that's not how this works. And then she basically kicks him out of her office and, like, Deep, play to your strengths. And then, like, shuts the door in his face. And I was like, sucker. Because this is also right in the middle of her trying to organize the The plane, the plane thing. So she doesn't oh, okay. really have time for, mm-hmm. like, the dolphin talker guy. So... He kind of disappears. And then toward the back end of the episode, we see a van breaking out of Oceanland. Oh, my God. And he's driving it. And there's a dolphin in the back in a cradle. And he's like, we made a deal. I'm going to set you free. And then he's like having this conversation. It's like a one-sided conversation where he's like, oh, this is a really weird time to bring that up. Let's talk about it when you're in the yeah, ocean. And basically, the dolphin I mean, really wants to- him to touch his dick. Yeah, the dolphin wants to fuck. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that is how you felt, but, like, we should talk about this later. Now it's not. And he just goes on and on, and the dolphin will not shut up. And so finally the deep goes, if I touch it, will you stop bugging me about this? <laughs> and the dolphin's like, yeah! And he's like, oh, fine. And I'm like, the deep, no! Oh, my God, did he just get coerced into fucking well, a dolphin? Because- so, yes, but the cops show up, and then he slams on the brakes, hits a cop car. The dolphin goes flying through the front windshield. Oh my God. In like slow motion, like looking, looking at him at as he him flies by. And like, like almost oh. winks. Like if dolphins could <laughs> wink, it would have winked. Oh goes flying out the front windshield, bounces across the road, and gets run over by a semi. Oh, sweet Jesus. It was hilarious. And that's the boys. And that's the boys. And man, we spent too long talking about this. Oh <laughs> but um, it's... Kind of a treasure. I enjoy it. Every time I watch it, I do like it. But it has these tiny blip moments where I'm like, I fucking hate this. Yeah, and yeah. this time was the female because Inga Carl Urban just referred to her that way the entire episode. And I'm like, 
we don't do that anymore. And so I'm hoping, like you said, next episode, she'll either be called something else or they'll, like, figure out her fucking name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. literally anything else. But we did get info that, like, almost all of the seven are garbage. We haven't mm-hmm. seen Maeve do anything except be a fucking conspirator. Yeah, she's just very complicit she's in everything She's complicit. She's a collaborator. But, like, yeah. everyone except for Black Noor so far is a murderer of some kind or a horrible person. Well, we know Homelander's terrible. Queen Maeve's a collaborator. The Deep is a fucking rapist. Um, Translucent was Translucent was unfortunate. The, the worst. Just like a peeping Tom weirdo who, I don't know if he was like a truly bad person, but like, he's probably also a collaborator and complicit well, I mean, in a lot of stuff. He was definitely when captured talking about, I'm going to track you down and kill your whole family. That's true. Okay. So, so yeah. He's also not terrible. The- best yeah lamplighter killed babies yeah mm-hmm. we don't know anything about black nor and who's the seventh starlight no but like who was the seventh before starlight oh i don't know did we i think they like lost someone oh maybe doesn't but- matter but yeah they're all fucking horrible people except yeah. for black nor but we just don't know enough about him yeah yet. i assume he's garbage too yeah so god i want him to just be like a tiny white person or something that would be super funny i have to be though Okay. It'd be great if he was actually white, because he never takes off his dumb outfit, and, like, they'd cast him as, like, their other black member of the team or something. Oh, my God. And then it's just like he's white the whole time. Black, black. Black, black. What's going on? Oh, he's making just, like, a weird little feedback noise. Gross. Oh my god, did you see this stupid bike? <laughs> she married that man. Yes, she did. She made that decision. Do you want her coffee, Dum Dum? I'm alright. Okay. <laughs> Bless you. Okay. Got this for you two to try. Oh my god. Nice seltzer. Uh. Natty Light. Do you, do you want your own Beatrice or do you want to smoke? No. No, no. I'm not going to like it. She's not going to like it. Not going to like it. No. no. It's, it is definitely an, ex- ah! an experience. <laughs> <laughs> that is the face of a happy woman. Natty Light's my go-to beer pong beer. It's all It's all citrus up front, which I liked, but then it's all Natty Light on the back. It's not terrible. Yeah, it's not the worst thing I've I drunk. could drink that. Like, if we were camping and I didn't want to get really drunk, but, like, I needed something yeah. vaguely alcoholic. Thanks, bud. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. It, I actually Malt bought- beverage <laughs> with flavors. That yeah. can, though, it's so 80s. Like, it makes me want to also, like, be smoking at Virginia Slim. Right? It's get. the Natty Light font is yeah. so 80s. They have another one, which I want to find. Peter's Aloha, beaches. It. Oh, Jesus. Peter's only found it in a 30-pack, which we're not willing to commit to. <laughs> um, it's uh, a Natty Light... I forget what flavor it is, but it's called a Natterday drink. And I'm... Oh, sorry. I'm like, I need this in my life. Natterday. You should just get the 30-pack and then have a house party. Yeah, I think so. And then it's everyone's problem. It's everyone's problem! <laughs> what is... What's happening? There's... Oh, I keep I heard it again. I wonder if it's being close to each other. Maybe. Electrical feedback. 
Weird. You'd know if you joined us in Headphoneville. She it's won't, so though. Hot. It's so hot. I can't do it. And almost always only one ear works, and it makes me want to get violent. <clears throat> do you want me to participate, or do you want me to murder you both in a fit of rage? Oh, man. Sweet release of I mean, can you just... <laughs> yes. Why are millennials so weird? <laughs> it's fine. I'll, God, we, I'll just die. We went back to your dumb spring joke. <laughs> A spring in Sweden is called a Bjorn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is that so funny? Why is that so funny? Or the fucking enslaved water, which enslaved I am going to laugh about for the rest of it. And the prison transfer from one enslavement to another. <laughs> it's because millennials appreciate good humor and not punching down humor. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Enslaved water. Okay. I know. I always, it always makes me crazy when people talk about, oh, so what, we can't laugh at anything now? And I'm like... There's no, so much funny shit. There's there. so much funny shit. I laugh all the time, yeah. but I try not to laugh at like people in a mean way. Mm-hmm. In a mean way. In a mean way. If it's in a friendly way, then it's okay. Yeah, because you you idiots know I love you. I would take a bullet for you. Wow, oh, that's endearingish. <laughs> great, 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 great. I would okay. cover up a murder for you. Oh man! Speaking of covering murders, up murders, Jessica let's talk Jones. about Jessica Jones under a fucking gazebo. Man, I oh was- my god! How- so happy that happened i went what listeners for some background (laughs) on my 30th birthday i dragged nine of our friends to hawaii with me because i was having a breakdown i did forced us i forced everyone to go to hawaii for nine days um and i while we were there the recurring conversation was how to hide a body yes because like that's what you talk about when you're friends with people and (laughs) we basically came up with you dig a 12 foot hole you put the body in there. You fill it six feet. You put a dog's body. You fill it six feet, and then you build a gazebo on top. Mm-hmm. And then, even if they get through the gazebo, the cop's dog sniffer person, dog, will hit the dead body dog, the dead dog. and it'll be oh a false God. positive. This is yes. the worst story ever. This is the worst story ever. <laughs> this is not my best dog. work. <laughs> um, and so this was our overall plan. So listeners, imagine the three of us and our separate enjoyment while we watched this episode and it turned out there was a body under the gazebo. Yeah. Like, come on. I was looking at that mom going, oh, we built that gazebo the same day he disappeared. I was like, are you kidding me? It's come obviously the under on. the fucking gazebo. And Jess is like, I'm gonna punch that ground. Yeah. I actually loved how she, I was like, how is she going to get under? And she just picked the whole gazebo. Up. Yeah. I was like, that's easy. I love it. Yeah, I was thinking about in Civil War when Natasha's like, do you really want to punch your way through this problem? Yes. yes. Always yes. Obviously. Always yes. Punch your way through the problem. All right. So Can we roll it back? That's the end. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Uh, so long story short. Uh, Piece of shit gets out of jail. Murder incel gets out of jail. Hogarth is representing him. Because, because she apparently represents every piece of shit in the state of New York. So what, I mean, they know who to call. Weirdly, she thinks this will be good PR for her floundering firm. Yeah, which is odd. And I'm like, How? this is a weird choice, Hogarth. But fine. Jess is obviously pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, he spends the first, like, 15 minutes of the episode insulting every woman in a five-foot radius. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. When he's Goes like... way off <sighs> Oh, you know, I think it's just because I'm a white man and they feel safe attacking me. And I guess they're just trying to take back the night. And then I punched a hole through my television. <laughs> we had to buy a new television. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That was a nice TV, too. It was. Um, but yeah, that whole speech about, oh, I'm just a poor, innocent, white male, and they just are coming after me because they're females who are angry. Like, bullshit men's right activism nonsense. And then he told Jerry Hogarth, 
who has a reputation that he doesn't respect um like bravado or something without support like i don't remember what he said but basically he's like i don't think that people who are confident should be confident until they prove to me that they deserve it and i'm like motherfucker who the fuck are you this yeah. is jerry hogarth she has a reputation here how di- so like the whole fucking episode is him just insulting people mm-hmm I am so frustrated with his base, his like raison d'etre, I think what it's called. Yeah, raison d'etre. Yeah. That his like pushing, like the thing inside of him that makes him who he is and causes the decisions in his life is he doesn't believe in the existence of talent. And that comes from the fact that he was born with none and he's jealous this whole and that has turned into this angry little ball of murder rage Mm -hmm. because he can't stand when people are have it what he thinks is easy but really just sometimes people are just good at stuff Mm -hmm. i mean that's the thing that honestly that is a hard lesson that kids have to learn especially kids who want to be good at things but who struggle and that is a lot of people that sometimes people are going to be better at you than things even if you're really good at one thing People are going to be better at you, better than you at other things. That is just the way life is. I am not good at math and I'm never going to be good at math. Mm -hmm. Math comes super easy to my brother. It's just simple for him to Mm -hmm. figure out math. I am 36 and I still can't figure out how to get to a percentage. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Don't ask me. Don't make it easy. No, no. I was like, aren't you 37? Not Uh, yet, bro. Damn it. That's me. I'm so Um, old. And, like, that's Heck. fine. It sucks, and obviously I'm a little frustrated about it sometimes. And I also get angry when it feels like people just kind of wander through life and good stuff happens to them. Well, I feel a lot like all of my luck is bad and my life is really hard. But, but also, also, it's not. You not can really. sit down and, without thinking about it, like, drop crazy sentences. Or look right. at a paragraph and be like, well, this, 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 and this needs fixing. Where other people are like, I see words. Thank you, Kenneth. You're a good friend. Yes. But yes, my talent lies in Mm -hmm. English and storytelling. You're you're like a a boobsmith, but for words. Oh, my God. Damn it. Um, (laughs) And you're also an excellent project manager. You are a leader of people. Right. That is... I accidentally stumbled across the fact that I'm actually really innately good at that. Yeah, and man, I have no training, but I'm just good at organizing like, others and bossing them. Well, I was going to say telling people what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just so frustrating to me that this piece of shit basement dwelling incel is like anyone who's born innately good at something isn't as great as me because I had to work at it and therefore deserves death. And I'm like... Bro, you got to go talk to somebody or just, like, kill yourself because you're never going to be happy. Honestly, you know what it makes me think of is trying to explain white privilege Mm -hmm. to, like, my sister's idiot boyfriend where he's like, white privilege isn't a thing because I, a white person, have struggled. Mm -hmm. Right. I am poor. I don't have privilege. And it's hard to explain to him, like, you walk around with it. So this like it just yeah. exists for this, you. This guy is is like, no, everything should be equal. Everybody should be the same because he's not very good at things. And right. honestly, that's what it that's what it is, is that he is complaining from his place of, of privilege, and, not understanding what how what he has. And he also says, I like to do research and I like to know what I'm talking about. But then he says shit like Jessica's never worked for her powers. Jessica's never worked hard. Jessica's never had to do 
like the work and i'm like you don't know anything about her yeah. you don't know her life and you don't know what happened to her to get her to where she is now yeah well and it's frustrating because sure she has powers and that makes her different and stronger than people mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with her pi firm right, like, right. that's all just hard work from her mm-hmm. yes and she's innately good at it like hogarth even said a nice thing about jessica she's like if you don't tell me everything that you've ever done jessica will find it she just will i don't care where you think you buried it i don't care how good you think you are at hiding things jessica jones is gonna fucking find it so Mm -hmm. you tell me it now so i can prepare yeah she is an excellent problem solver and a deductive reasoner and none of that shit has anything to do with how hard she can punch none he's such a piece of shit yeah it's pretty frustrating man this guy sucks so much so i do like the theme basically across this trilogy of seasons is shitty entitled dudes yes because you know season one it's oh i am entitled to your love because i exist yeah Mm -hmm. is i'm entitled to basically change you because you had the accident and the doctor only saved the women and basically you know supercharged them right Mm -hmm. um and then season three is just i'm i'm entitled to I don't know, life or being Yeah, he's entitled to be seen as better than everyone because he works harder than everyone else. Mm-hmm. There's a moment... Sorry, listeners, we've just gone completely off track. But the point of the this episode is Jessica and Trish find out where he's from and that his brother died in a tractor rollover accident. Mm-hmm. And so... It happened to the best of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's those so, 30 to 50 hogs, man. They just come out of nowhere. They're feral, <laughs> man. So... They decide they're going to go back because everyone has a first kill and no one is good on their first kill. And that, mm-hmm. that is very true. Yes. You always got to find the first one because that's the one where you'll get most of the information and that's where they've probably screwed up. Mm-hmm. So they go back to his hometown to try to find the files, prove that his brother Donnie was murdered. Yes. Trish figures out that it wasn't the brother. The brother actually did have a tractor accident or Greg fixed it or something, but you can't prove it. Because, yeah, my immediate theory was... Because they talked about how after the brother died, the dad got worse and started abusing this Greg more. And then the dad died, drinking himself to death. And I thought, oh, maybe it wasn't the brother. Maybe he killed the dad. Yeah. But then I was wrong. It's fine. I assume he killed everyone. So Trish figures out that his best friend in high school um, disappeared. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's weird, like, why you kill your best friend. But, like, he's a psycho, so who knows. And then we meet the parents. And the dad said the code sentence which Mm -hmm. was wrestling just came easy to my son it was just innately easy for him and i went fuck that's why uh, he's dead oh no because greg had to work at wrestling Mm -hmm. somebody else had the nerve to be better at greg than something just got that for yourself and it's like oh monica would hate that (laughs) also we have a list of things you should check out our show notes uh we have a list of things monica hates you know, you guys hate stuff, too. It is. It's true. I hate lots of stuff. Legion. Oh, my God. It's seven things. Anyway, I really actually liked this episode. I didn't mm-hmm. like all the parts with him, but I didn't like them for reasons I was supposed to not like them. Mm-hmm. So that was some good writing. I liked Trish and Jessica working together. Yeah. Being a team. I liked watching Jessica figure shit out. It's what mm-hmm. we've been asking for since season one is watching her be a PI. Mm-hmm. I have to say what I did not enjoy is what seems to be Trish's through line, which is when she asks Jessica, are you still a hero if nobody thinks you're a hero? And Jessica's answer is obviously a little bit bullshit, you know, that she she wants to be recognized. She wants to at least 
be respected like right. for what she does and you know cared about by the people in her life but trish it seems has a need for recognition that i mean she was famous for a reason yeah she could have stopped at any point yes. but she likes it yeah and so she's got whatever whatever hole is in her heart she thinks she can fill with like fame and notoriety fan adoration and so she didn't like the fact that jess got to do all the heavy lifting and she had to be the screaming blonde in the car and then all she that was so funny by the way also like very needed like that was crucial that was crucial trish don't make light of that you got the cops out of the building so jessica could steal some files and then Mm -hmm. she held the cop at bay with a camera which was very smart also very smart because jessica was about to get shot in the back Mm -hmm. and she was just gonna take that bullet and keep going she was gonna take it and keep going but that was great and but trish is obviously wants the glory yeah which makes me very sad and very frustrated well because in the comics i feel like hellcat's not like that when she's hellcat she understands that she's famous and she wields it to protect herself or as a weapon as Hellcat. Mm-hmm. But when she's Hellcat, she's fine being in the shadows. She knows that's how you succeed. Well, because I was thinking about it, and I think it's a little bit different in this version of the story because so many of our MCU heroes are unmasked Yeah, that for better or worse, everybody knows who Black Widow is. Everybody knows who Captain America is. Everyone knows who Spider-Man is now. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, so to be one of the few who is masked, it means that nobody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. And really, that's probably good for Trish, but she's just not seeing it that way. And it makes me both frustrated and, like, really sad for her. Yeah. When when that photographer sh- shows up and she does, like, the hero pose, almost almost a boobs and butt pose. She did, like, over her shoulder. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, Trisha. And I'm like, <laughs> You do know that your actualization has to come from inside, right? <laughs> no, no, no. This, no matter how many, right. how many fans, you can't you can't feel the sadness with that. And it just it bumped me out because I want better for Trish. Well, the show has never done right by Trish, really. Like, I think the best story she had was in the first season. It was the, the least terrible for yeah. her, I guess. And so, like, I know from Tumblr that the show does her dirty at the end of the season. So I'm not really excited about that because um, I love Trish. Yeah, I just want, yeah, I want Trish to be happy. But, I mean, that's what I want for all my characters that I care about. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we find his first kill. It's under the gazebo, which we covered already. Um, Jessica basically flips the gazebo over and then punches her way to the body through the hard-packed earth. We find out that fucking incel Greg came over the day the gazebo was to be built and mm-hmm. was there the whole day helping it be built because he's such a good friend. And that's the same day that the son went missing. Mm-hmm. No. I was positive she was going to find a body there, but she went on digging long enough that I started to I started go, to get worried. Oh, shit. What if it's not here? What if this is a trap? Right. And Greg Lanzel, obviously, because he's the worst, left like a clue, like a, what he thinks is like a smart clue, a mm-hmm. picture of the sun raking leaves where the gazebo is. And on the back, he wrote, your son will always be with you, Greg. And I'm like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. So she finds the body. Um, the cop is, like, nice to her, even though the cop has been really mean to her the whole time. My bad. Mm -hmm. Because the cop also a little bigoted. Like, she uses the fact that Jessica's powered against her in front of the family. And Jessica's like, so? Is that illegal here? And I was like, yeah, hello. What's going on? Yeah, it's not not illegal yet to have powers. Yeah. We're gonna get there. Um. But we we did get there. Damn it. I forgot about the Sokovia. Yeah. I. So, wait, isn't it illegal then? When does this take place? See, that's the problem. This is I don't pre-blip. Know. Yeah, it's pre-blip. Post-Sokovia, of course. Yeah. Though. But also, 
Do MCU we know doesn't... it's post Sokovia? Have they talked well, about Sokovia? Well, no, Sokovia? because uh... MCU never really cared about the yeah. Netflix show, so who I knows? I don't know. I mean, because I think that the rule is probably that you have to be registered. I don't think Jess would ever register. Well, because in the comics, she only did it to save, to protect the baby. Yeah. Which, <laughs> great move anyway. Because then it fucking with Jarvis, Jarvis stole the baby. Goddamn scroll. Man, that shit got weird. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, the part of this episode that like made me the most nervous and turned out to be okay was the end when she, Malcolm has bullied his way onto Hogarth's case with Greg the Incel because he knows he's a fucking serial killer, mm-hmm. um, and he's following him for information. Finds out he teaches kids how to wrestle, which makes him very angry because he's a serial killer. Luckily, he doesn't have a thing about kids; like he mm-hmm. doesn't murder children. Yeah, no. Nice so, fine. At least. fine. At least we know he's not going to, like, be gross with the kids. Also, yeah, he's not pedophilic. Like, yeah. he's not going to be that way. So, I was kind of like, I get he shouldn't because he's still but also, these kids are not in danger. Yeah. Um, Jessica finds them. He sees Jessica. She hides Malcolm. She goes in, and they have, like, a cock off, basically. Mm-hmm. I was... Whose I, dick is bigger? Honestly, uh, yeah. It's Jessica's. It's, it's Jessica's. Jessica's. Uh, but I, I did watch most of this going, oh God, this is a bad idea. Oh God, oh, yeah. this is a bad the idea. The entire time I was like, Jessica, do not do this. He's going to turn it like he's turned every other interaction and your ass is going to jail. Cause he's already proven that he knows how to play the media and to spin their interactions to make her look bad. He does. And I was, and I knew she was going to run in there and be like, haha, we got you. And talk about. The I like dude. she oh, did it. Just the hold that you. Well, she you only know. did the one thing. The one. That's still thing. playing her hand though. I guess. I Ugh. mean, a little I, early. She she definitely should have waited for Costa to take the case and to like be able to arrest him because otherwise you get you're giving him time to try to figure out a way to get ahead of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was really nervous when he challenged her to a wrestling match, which I'm like, why would you do this? You know she's super powered. But he's doing it so she'll lose her shit and like beat him up more. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in her entire life, she, <laughs> she kept her shit together. Restraint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked the furry first takedown when she let him flip her. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, this is not going to go well. And then she had that comment to throw him off. And then he lost it. And she just very easily, because she's a fighter. Mm-hmm. She knows how to fight. She very easily like threw him off. And all the kids were cheering. And at mm-hmm. the end, she kind of won that one. Because everybody was recording, but the kids were never in danger. She wasn't ever really violent toward him. Yeah. You know, I thought it went really, really well. Mm-hmm. So I felt better at the end. I was like, yeah, oh, like she's God. maybe learning how to manipulate social media also yes. functionally. And like for Jessica herself to have all those kids be excited that she was there and excited about her powers and mm-hmm. not to be afraid and not to call her a murderer. Mm-hmm. That was so nice. And I hope she like internalizes yeah, well, that. Because and even though I think like Trish is kind of a goober for the attention, um, it calls back to the are you a hero if no one knows you're doing this thing? Right. And it. Trish, the answer is yes. Yeah, the answer yeah. is you if are you, a hero. If, if you are you doing know, good work, it's good work. All Trish, you have to know is that you are doing well. Yeah. Yes. You need to be able to look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the mm-hmm. day. That's what's important. Well, and I have to say that um, Jessica did um, take steps to protect the identities of both Trish and Malcolm in this. Yes. Where yeah. she steps forward into the spotlight to keep them safe in the shadows, which I think, you know. That's a hero move. Yeah. Because, like, she made Trish leave at the press conference so that they she couldn't be spotted together. Right, and she refuses to talk about the second woman. Mm-hmm. He's a liar. He made up that woman. Yeah. 
and that she has Malcolm leave because if either one of them are seen with her, that could prove really badly for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about weirdly good this week, Krypton. Yeah, it was strange. Krypton was actually like watchable. It, I mean, I assume it helps they spent a ton of money on this episode, I think, because shit was blowing up everywhere. You had Doomsday a lot, you had spaceships, and um, just like good character arcs. Although we lost a uh, barkeep. Kim. Yeah, Kim. I love him. Kim. Yeah, dude, he had such a great arc. This and- episode, I think, was great because there was a lot of really great character development, which we know you don't care about, Kenneth, but there was also a lot of really good fighting I stuff. like character development as long as it doesn't get in the way of my fighting. Okay. <laughs> um, we should go by character instead of storyline, I think. Okay. Because uh, that's what mattered in this episode. Can we talk about Nyssa? Nyssa Vex. Okay, so Nyssa Vex first. That, okay, listeners, basically what happens is a spaceship lands to wipe out the rebellion and the rebellion decides they're going to do a bunch of other stuff, but Nissa's going to lead a charge to take the spaceship so they can escape from the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause all it had on it was doomsday. All it had on it was doomsday. And they're like, if we destroy the moon with doomsday on it, maybe doomsday dies. So we need the spaceship. To well, get no, okay. Here. No, no. Their plan was to just destroy their base and bury doomsday. That's right. Destroying the moon was a that big was an accident. fuck up. That was like Val going shit. My math was off. <laughs> yeah. But also just like a nice weird, call forward i guess to krypton itself being destroyed eventually right hmm. yeah so nissa is charged with like leading the charge on taking the spaceship mm-hmm. and that's gonna say charge so many <laughs> that fucking slow motion fight dude where she was yeah. devastating yeah she's just like you know I was like, it, my girl, baby's gone what love of my life i love someone else who's fucking alive again god I don't damn have it. much to do it's murder time it's murder time <laughs> Well, it was it was reminding me of because I was really glad that she and Seg had that talk. That was such a nice talk. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah, because you get to be honest. Like, and I I totally understand her saying I probably shouldn't have even said that out loud. That's something it was to put selfish on you. of me, but mm-hmm. also like I should get to say what my feelings are. Yeah, I really hope now that the show's canceled. I hope this lady shows up in something else because She's she has crushed it. So she basically told Seg like calls her out and is like, "You're really quiet," and she's like, "Well." <laughs> Here's uh, the thing. Our baby's gone, and I thought I had you, but your dead girlfriend's back, and you love her so much. Which is fine. I get it. But also, I love you. So this is tough for me. So I'm gonna be a little quiet, thanks. Yeah. So I'm gonna need a moment, and then I'm gonna need to kill, like, 20 dudes. And yeah. then, <laughs> it'll be back to the way it was. And everything will be fine, because I will have killed 20 dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just, I'm hoping they, you know, in a perfect reality, that they find a way to form some kind of fun family unit right just call it what it is you know you want to ot4 oh, I was we say, want yeah. a quad quadruple quad quadruple quadruple a quadruple oh that's right because you're throwing Dex. mom and dex in there no no, no. mom oh. mom's just grandma oh so but, like we uh, want dex and nissa no uh, oh god a quadruple the yeah, four of them quad. the four of them yeah, with two babies shepherds. with two babies and they just live together and raise these babies together which is not gonna happen Wait, who's the other baby drew they eventually drew Oh. But we raise him to not be a psychopath, maybe. Or... Because we met him. You just don't give birth to him? I mean, they can pick and choose. They should just pick another baby. Yeah, crazy They, like, go to the little machine. It's like, his name will be Drew. And they're like, Uh, Julie, try again. Give me a Chad, please. May I have a girl, maybe? (laughs) Let's get one Kyle, and we'll feed him monsters. Oh, my God. And then they have Doomsday Part 2. Oh, no, sorry. Monster is the drink. Oh. Because Kyles love monsters. They do love monsters. It's a thing. Wait, Mm -hmm. you love monster. Are you secretly a Just Kyle? Call me Kyle. Kyle. Um, oh, no, that'd be a terrible middle name for me. Nope, Kyle. Kyle. Oh, God. Yeah, nope, nope. We're out. <laughs> That's 
they turned the second one around. I don't know that that he helps. struck out a batter. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. You go to one game. One game. <laughs> um, okay, so that was Nissa story which was the slow motion fighting was mm-hmm. oh, i so think good. one of the greatest things in this whole show so far um seg gets to go revisit all his buddies and he and kem and adam have like a reunion and a really long hug and adam's <laughs> hands were everywhere <laughs> adam you gotta get consent before you put your hands in places i just like how adam's just thirsty <laughs> i love the three of their friendship it's like, so good it, it's very real world like reflective yeah um, I also enjoyed that Val had one grandchild and now he has six. Yeah. He just like, has God a bunch of grandchildren. All he's these like, idiots. he's like, uh, fucking uh, Joe West. Joe West. Yeah. Started out with one kid, ended up with nine. And I, I just love Seg running around calling him grandpa. It was very cute. Yeah. Cause he could have definitely called him Val, but no grandpa. Grandpa. So basically, I don't even remember. Kem and Seg go to like set off the bombs. Well, they they go to place a bunch of charges, which Val is going to remotely detonate. Except then the power gets taken out, so no remote. Seg re rejiggers them all to it's like a dead run man's off. yeah short uh, short range switch. Um, and then Kem's like, mm, I got this, bro. Well, and something then- happens with the collapse of the tunnels where someone's gonna have to stay and do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they of course. they they have to use the short range switch right. now to set it off. Um, so we get this re- like very reflective of a Star Trek uh, Spock Kirk thingy. Yeah, and it was just so nice. And Kim just being like, hey, you know, like you you do great work. You have to let other people sacrifice. Yeah. Sometimes too. other people can sacrifice, and yeah. you get to stay alive. It doesn't always have to be you, Seg. Also, you need to go kill your son. Yeah, can you please fix this for us? Please? You got to rescue that one son, and then you got to kill the other one. Yeah. So Cam dies. It will in like oh my god the most gruesome slash dopest way. Like yeah. he he's Cam's straight up fire. He all finds the, time. the detonator, turns around, Doomsday's there. Doomsday punches through him, lifts him up, and then Cam's like padding through his pockets. That was so funny. And finds the bird to flip off. <laughs> I was like, what is he looking for? The detonator's in his hand. And then he, like, flipped off Doomsday, and I was like, he's the greatest man alive. <laughs> oh, my God. I think a beetle has just come into the recording studio. I have helmet hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> is- she looks like Ringo. Good Lord. What's happening? I- You're so cute. You're, You're very 70s. <laughs> it's like 70s house mom. Mm-hmm. Look, I get it. Feeling very attacked. Whatever. Oh! Just because you can grow more chin hair, too. Yeah. No, Can she look at your face? Uh, more than my brother. <laughs> oh, that's a bird on Troy. Um, so yeah, Kem is the baddest badass of them all. Mm-hmm. Blows up every fucking thing. Yeah, and then uh, kind of accidentally blows up the planet it's as part of it. Fine. Or I moon. Know. When he put his thumb, when Doomsday put his thumb on Kem's forehead, I thought, I thought he, was he was gonna, gonna like, like squish. Oh. I thought he was squish. gonna crush the whole skull. I thought he we were just, going for Simba. No, he just no. ripped his head yeah, off. Yeah, popped his head off. The like, two of us were in our house and we both gasped. Because, like, Kem, no, what a horrible was, way to go. I assume that's why the show got canceled. Because, like, they how killed do you go Kem. on without Kem? You can't, can't do it. Uh, Adam has a wall fall on him and he can't feel his legs Can't feel now. his legs now. Oh. Which is probably fine. Val can fix it. Yeah. I was wondering if there was anything in comics where he had been, like, crushed in a wheelchair or anything or he had crutches or something. Not that I know of, but I haven't read that much Adam Strange. Okay. So, mostly 
just him showing up in a uh, Thanagar stuff with the Hawks. Okay. Hawk folk. Um, Lyda, her ex-boyfriend and her mother are in hiding, waiting for all this stuff to go down. And he's like, well, it's not even her ex-boyfriend. It's her clone's ex-boyfriend. Well, it was her ex-fiance. Oh, it was her ex-fiance oh, at the very, right. very beginning. I didn't know that she and he, like, hooked up again. It, it was, like, off screen or something. Well, I think they had, like, when it was the very beginning of this season, I think there was some conversation between the two of them mm. that sort of intimated that they had been Started thing. up again. But I don't think it was ever, like, said out loud, like, oh, definitively. Okay. Um, they get discovered by, um... It was a good com- combo, Jakari. though, where he was like, I thought it was you and it wasn't, and I see how you are with Seg, and I'm fine. Like, it was a nice, mm-hmm. cathartic... Yeah. Yeah, definitely a, hey, you should probably know this thing, because... Yeah. Well, also, it's it's interesting that Everyone he... communicates so much on this show. Right? Well, I really liked him talking about how he always felt like there was something missing, that there was a hole inside him, and that he loved her so much that he thought if he could just have her be with her, that it would make him feel whole. But even having her, it still give it still does like another person isn't going to make you feel whole if, yeah. you, if you're not already. And I think, I mean, it could be that it just because it wasn't the quote unquote real her, but I think it's just because you have to figure out a way to make yourself whole first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was really smart. Yeah. And then they get discovered by two Sagittarii who are jerks. And then she reveals herself <gasps> and is once again the greatest leader Krypton has ever known and turns them. And then, I don't know, what was the point of that? What'd they do for her? Um... I don't think we've seen it yet, but okay, I assume but they're coming. going to let her into the base or something in episode ten, so she can right because they're her dad still in the on face. Krypton, right? They're not on the yes, moon. yeah, they're okay. they're on Krypton. Everyone else, this episode was on the moon. Um, it was Wegthor, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was the penultimate episode, best episode since Lobo. Yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. It's I I think the show just had a a season two mid season slump, and it did it no favors at all. None. So, yeah. Oh, it's the same about we're just waiting for this episode to come around. And it's like, I saw a great thing on Tumblr and I never really thought about it this way, but, um, show, a show is only as good as its filler episodes. Mm-hmm. And I really think like I had never thought about it, but it's true. Like the, like mm-hmm. the example was Avatar, the filler episode that's all about Iroh and his son mm-hmm. is a filler episode, but it's emotionally satisfying and really well done. And if that's how you do filler episodes, your show is still. Yeah. Yeah, that a filler episode, even if the plot is marching in place, it should give you a deeper understanding of your character's backstory. Or, or the like, world. The, or yeah, something. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or honestly, it, it it sounds silly, but should pander to the fans. Because, yes. you know, you get like the Flash filler episodes are just monster of the week things, but it's a monster a, from the book. Yeah, it's a fun character from the comics that it's a King is Shark. Re- oh my god, King Shark! King Shark is a treasure. I King hope he shows Shark up in the crossover. Oh my god, news of the week. Sorry, it's too late, bud. Tom Wellington is going to be in <gasps> Christ. Tom Welling uh, and holy fucking shit! How did we not talk about this? I love. Oh I love that. And uh, Lois Lane too. Oh, Stephen Amell's uh, like Durance, yeah. you. You can't have. Uh, this kind of crossover With, without Tom, Tom Welling. Welling. Well, and they did so, they did some like PR thing where the the showrunner was like, "There's no way to do Infinite Crisis without paying homage in our last season to the man who got us here. Mm-hmm. The only reason Arrow exists is it's because kind of Smallville out. existed. So we couldn't do this without inviting Tom Welling back. And I love that he said yes. Yeah, I mean, what's great. he doing right now? And so now it's literally everyone 
possible. It's like four supers. Piece of shit, Dean Kane. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> Nobody wants him. Wah, wah. He sucks. Yeah, now. No one cares. He's a GOP talking mouth. Is my man Tyler Hoechlin coming in too as Superman? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. That was like the, the first thing concerned. So we got we got Tyler Hoechlin, we got Tom Welling, we got Brandon Routh. Was there another one? Oh, is it those three that I miss? I thought there was a fourth, but maybe I'm just maybe there's only three. Um, no, I think it, that's it. That's yeah, it. it. Might just be those three. Okay, that's cool. Though. Actually, I can double check because I put that tweet in TV. I think. Yeah, I'm. I am legitimately probably as excited for Crisis as I was for Infinity War slash Endgame. And I feel like I'm going to be more satisfied with Crisis. Well, just because it, you know, Endgame was three hours, but this is going to have five shows building up to it. Mm-hmm. Plus a five-hour arc for it. Yeah. Oh my God! Split across the winter hiatus. How, how are we gonna? How are we gonna make it through? I'm probably just going to go into hibernation for three weeks. There you go. Enter the Odin sleep. The great Kenneth sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um. Oh wait. Last but obviously dopest is uh Titans. Which is oh, quickly becoming we were done. my favorite show on television again. Oh, we gotta cause... talk about Monica's dirtbag son, Jason Todd. God, Man. he's so terrible. Remember that time not... he tried to step up to Dick Grayson? Oh, oh my god. Shit. And then oh. he ate floor. He is not a good team leader. He's not a good anything except fighter. That's all he's got going for him. Which is fine. He is an angsty teenager. Mm-hmm. He is so perfectly representing Jason Todd. Um, cause that guy was a piece of shit. How dare you speak of Weird. my dirtbag son this way? I'm honestly wondering, like, okay, blah, 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 this episode happened. Uh, he goes, fights Dr. Light in the sewer. Also, I love this Dr. Light. He's like this, f- for a fucking dude in the comics who's this waifish, ridiculous cape-wearing mook, like... Is he waifish? I'm gonna look up Dr. Light. He is. Cause, like... He is a small little person. The actor that they is playing Dr. Light. He's fucking jacked. He is so <laughs> thick. They had him get thick. Because he was a little leaner on oh, this other that, show that I love. I called, love it. This he's is from, great. He's from Sirens, which was great. Mm. But he was like leaner. And he was so fit, but he wasn't like this dude's yeah. fucking jacked. They had him put on like 60 pounds of muscle. That he sounds is, like so much work, dude. He is I just do not have thick. And I that. love those tattoos. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, he looks super cool. I like this Dr. Light. Um... <laughs> But I, I honestly, I wonder. There's a lady, Doctor Light. Yes, yeah, we talked about that we, last time. Jesus Christ! I don't remember. <laughs> I wonder if. Uh, <laughs> yo, yeah, he looks like monochrome yeah. Loki. He does look <laughs> like monochrome Loki. <laughs> yeah, he's got nice thighs, but he is not thick like this, Doctor Light. Yeah. So I wonder if a uh, Slade is going to kill Jason Todd here in a kind of flipping of the traditional story of Joker killing Jason Todd. Yes. Because well, like, they're having that fight. And I thought, to, I, I said to Monica, I was like, oh my God, if Jason gets himself killed by Dr. Light, that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, he might get killed by Deathstroke. Dude, Deathstroke shows up. And oh my God. Oh my God. Is just on fire. It is so, it's it. perfect. And I'm just like, got oh God, stupid we're so fucked. Crosshair light thingy. And I'm I can't like, tell if you guys are being real. He looks dumb. What? I thought that was what? awesome. Oh, you are being real. He looks what? so good. So cool. Oh my gosh. There's just a lot of layers. <laughs> like, because there's just a lot Deathstro- going on. Deathstro- name, he's old. The name he gave himself is Deathstroke the Terminator. He's the most extra old douchebaggiest dude. I'm sorry. And his, oh, Deathstroke the Terminator? the Terminator. He is Wait. such an asshole. I've and had- his comic... No, I have, Out- I have oh a very God, important I love question. This outfit. Okay, is the K 
capitalized or not capitalized? Oh, obviously it's capitalized. Because it's on a separate line. So obviously, post-carriage return, he <laughs> jacks that tea up. <laughs> this costume is perfect. I love it. I'm just wondering Actually, how no, a regular uh, man is lifting all of that is all. I, I think I still like uh, Arrow's Deathstroke better oh, because with the i i really yeah. like that the very distinct mm-hmm. yeah but th- this mask- i think that's my other problem is like he doesn't look like he's wearing anything because it's all like one color i don't mm-hmm. know if it was like all black or it looked like an outfit but it looks like he just kind of like picked up some stuff and put it on <laughs> he's playing through the division too and just scrounging yeah shit. yeah like he just went into his basement and like grabbed what was available <laughs> i so love it is, no is Deathstroke, yeah. he's not super powered is he or he, they think um, something about him being experimented on he it it really depends like oftentimes he it has like heightened reflexes and that's about it um it he's got an amazingly tactical mind um and yeah no he's he's at most like very vaguely superpowered like he's human plus i would mm, say okay he's not he's not like steve rogers level um maybe like maybe like hellcat level okay where it's it's a bit extra okay He's very extra. He is so extra. Okay. I love it. I am here for it. So we get the we get the the senior team together with the junior varsity. Yeah. Why wouldn't they bring the JV team with them? That seemed like a tactical error. Uh because this team I'm assuming was broken up by Deathstroke no, I initially get that. killing one of their teammates so they I, don't want to bring any children along with them. I understand, but it would What is the point of having them if not to use them? And it could like, your odds are better if it's eight versus one. Because Dick Grayson is in a transitionary period right now and is a Either you baby. trust the team or you don't. Well, and he doesn't. And that's the Ugh. point. That's why they've been training yeah, I think for three he, months. he feels like they're not ready. Yeah. And, well, Jason Todd's definitely not ready. And Well, and at this point, I don't think he's ever going to feel that they're ready. They'll be training in perpetuity. And I think this is what's going to have, you know, force him to snap out of it, assume the Nightwing persona, and actually lead the team. I just want that butt. Yeah. That, that is Gotham's that ass. That ass. Um, yes. side note, did you see Nicola Scott? Nicola Scott did um, a bunch of covers of yeah. all the big, the big three. <laughs> and then she did one of Nightwing, and it was all him facing forward except one in the very front, which was his butt. But. Seems right. But someone on that Twitter Tumblr post was like, oh, um, do we know why, like, he has the greatest butt? And I was like, girl, let me tell you this story about <laughs> Nicola Scott. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, definitely, like, another ramping up episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked seeing um, Rachel and Rose kind of bonding that was over cute. I had a weird dads. dads. I had a weird moment when she poured sugar into a drink of dark liquid, and I went, who sugars their Coke? And then I saw that she had a French press, and I was like, oh, she's making iced coffee. That makes more sense. Okay. Oh, my God. It was a weird moment. Okay, okay. I really enjoyed, I didn't really like the varsity team stuff because like they're all just grumpy at each other and I'm like, whatever. And they don't really fight well together as a team. And they almost caught Dr. Light Mm -hmm. and then more fighting, whatever. I really liked Jason like going in and finding Gar, like trying to do research. Gar figures it out. is like, let's go tell Dick. And Jason's like, no, we should prove to him that we're ready. And I'm like, this is a bad idea. There's no way this goes right. I like the entire time Gar's like, I'm going to tell Dick though. And I was like, just side text him yeah. where you are and As what you're, walking, you're doing. Because you know, obviously yeah, which, you know, Maybe Jason we'll see next garbage. episode that Guard did give him a heads up on it. Um, I hope so. Just because don't fucking listen to Jason. Like, he is my dirtbag son, but he's garbage. 
Mm-hmm. Like the way that he was talking to Raven, he Maybe knows it's just a Jason thing actually. What? Jasons are always dirtbags. Yeah. Jason Mendoza also. Oh, you're That's a my dirtbag. Yeah. Dang it, I need to find a dirtbag, Jason. You do. Um Oh, the way that he was talking to Raven, he knows her powers are supernatural and his treatment of her is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Agreed. She's on your team. You don't talk to them that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I even liked with with the bus thing and Dick saving the bus of people instead of capturing Dr. Light. Hawk initially was shitty about it and then came back later in the evening and was like, Sorry "Hey man, that. that was out of line. You did the right thing." When is he going to be like, "My knees are shot. Can you get Batman to help me?" Yeah. Like when is that conversation going to happen? Because really... he's Sorry. Like Batman knows everybody. Yeah. There's got to be somebody out there that can mm-hmm. fix Hank's knees. Yeah, call up Leslie Thompson. She'll hook him up. Yeah. Who Jesus Christ. She's, She's the lady who runs, Fred. Yeah, yeah, who runs like the secret uh, superhero doctor lab in Gotham. I'm supposed to know that. <laughs> Come on. You read, read, read 20 years of Batman right now. Do you remember in right the now. animated series, he always had that doctor friend. She's like tiny and black. Nope. Okay. Great. Um, but what was I going to say? Corey? I can't remember. Oh, I mean, Corey's great. I love everything about Corey. I thought you were going to talk about Corey. Oh, no. no. no you go ahead. It. You talk about Corey. Um, I miss Corey all the time, but I guess she's like doing her own thing. And it turns out she is in fact a queen. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I told you. I know she has to go home, or more people will come to get her to drag her home. Mm-hmm. And if her bodyguard doesn't bring her home, he will be murdered. And I'm like, what kind of society yeah. is this? That yeah, you live in? Her, her planet sucks. Yeah, a bit. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're a class system, which is not great. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this place is better. It's garbage and it's brand new, but it's better. Um, which I thought was funny. And he, like, straight up stole for her. Yeah. So, oh, what a nice necklace. Oh, you like that necklace? Let me just break this window and rob it. He is very pretty. He's so pretty. But he also kidnapped her and is kind of keeping her against her will. Mm -hmm. I do like that the second Raven called and was like, I really need you here because everything is terrible. Yeah. She immediately was like, fuck my home planet. I'm going to find my baby. Yeah. Agreed. Um, when she was, she got off the phone, she's like, I'm coming. And then like hung up. And then the guy was like, everything cool? And she's like, yeah. And then she's like, my ship's here. You go first. And I was like, oh, bud. Oh, yeah. Don't go first. <laughs> no. This is a, tra-. and he was like, yeah, spaceship. I'll go first. And I was like, you're a dum-dum. Nope. He's a very pretty dum-dum. He's so pretty. I like how she's like, there's 10 years of food in there. I'll be back when I can. Yeah. <laughs> in- oh my God. Less than 10 years. Like, definitely. He's like, they'll send people. He was, she goes, eh, let them come. And I'm like, so that's that you're not coming back soon. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be back for him for a while, right? He's going to be fine. I really hope she's got a TV in that ship or something, because I can't imagine being trapped anywhere for 10 years with nothing to do. Oh, I would lose You'd my lose mind. your fucking mind. Yeah, I can't imagine being trapped anywhere for a month with nothing to do. You just have to invent stuff to do. Yeah. Do you want to drive me crazy? Sorry. Super side note. I just rewatched Force Awakens, and Ray's stuck on that planet forever, kind of like hanging with herself and investigating um, the fallen Shaku? over sure that planet the fallen over like elephant guy and um the at at jesus christ wow are you just going out of your way to antagonize me you wrote an entire list of things i don't like so i think that list later on when she gets that light up you know stabby swoosh thing oh my god yeah the light up stabby swoosh thing so great okay i kind of like (laughs) um but like there's a moment where she's like making her thing and checking in her stuff and she like makes another hatch mark hash mark on the wall and it's it's just 
all lies. of them, basically. And I'm like, yeah. where's the five marker? Like, how are you counting? That's too many lines in a row for the human brain to keep track of. Like, what are you... D-? Anyway, side note, hated it. Where was the one, two, three, four I'm slash? Adding that to the list. Oh, oh my God. How about, how about in that episode of Arrow when he was in prison and he... Like, has oh them all God. in a row, right, from left to right, and then you see him start one on the above row, right in the fucking middle. What? Yeah, what? that was You go to the weird. left! Remember that. You go to the left to start over! That's like in shows when they have someone has previously written something on a chalkboard or a whiteboard or anything, mm-hmm. and it's, like, kind of neat and easy to read, and then they write with their own handwriting, and it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, show, did you think we weren't gonna notice this? <laughs> Anyway, Corey. Corey's coming. Corey's yeah. coming. She's going to mm-hmm. beat the shit out of Jason because he doesn't talk to Raven that way. Oh, Jason's dead. He might Bad be Bad news. Well, she's going to kick the shit out of Deathstroke then. The one good thing about Jason being a fucking dum-dum is in doing this on his own and having Gar and him break up, he at least didn't get Gar captured. Mm-hmm. He got himself captured. So, like, that's good at least. Great. Dirtbag. Oh, God. He's going to get himself fucking murdered. Well, isn't that his role? That is his role. Okay. So quick sidebar. You have Netflix. <laughs> Do we have those that are quick? Yeah, sure. You you have Netflix, which drops an entire season at once. You have something like DCU, which is following the weekly release. Sometimes mm-hmm. it does three episodes. Sometimes, yeah. I thought I liked the drop it all at once. I think I like the weekly more still because I'm so excited for Titans. Every- like it hits Friday and I'm like... Man, I want to go watch Titans. And I think it depends on the show. Um, shows that shows that require a lot of thinking through and reflection, those shows that are complicated, like Westworld or Titans or the ones where a lot of stuff happens in an episode, I think I do prefer one at a time because Mm -hmm. it lets you take a week to kind of like percolate and think stuff through and like really analyze whatever. But like they're doing an, one episode at a time on Netflix for Great British Bake Off, and I fucking hate it. Mm, like, I just mm-hmm. want it. I yeah, just want to say... Just give me the whole thing. I want to spend a weekend day in my pajamas watching people bake stuff and be nice to each other, and I have to fucking wait. Or I watch a new episode, and then I have to switch to a different season. And so I think it depends on the show. That's fair. That makes sense. Like, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. While I enjoyed burning through all eight episodes, mm-hmm. probably I would have liked it more if it was, like, one at a time. One at a time, yeah. Which, unbelievable, was very good. Very good. Um, it's about catch. It's about two detective, lady detectives, catching a serial rapist, hmm. and about some piece of shit cops that ruined a girl's life by bullying her into saying that her rape was made up. And what I did like about the piece of shit cops Great. is we're angry at them, mm-hmm. but they're actually good cops. They just allowed themselves to forget that they were good cops. So they kind of they let weren't good cops. I think at least one of them was coming from, he was coming from a place of wanting to empathize with this girl, but I think putting too much stock in preconceived notions. Right. They had a lot of their own internalized bullshit to unpack, and Mm -hmm. they, instead of unpacking it, just didn't. So they are good cops, one of the two, and one of the two is a good man, but he allowed the people in her life to kind of poison his outlook, and then he got exhausted by it. He is himself exhausted. Mm Mm-hmm. She's not making sense to him, a man who's never been through this. And so he allowed his partner and him to kind of like bully her out of it. Hmm. So it was okay. an interesting and nuanced take on how 
a cop can become a shitty cop, but not want to be that way. You know, the end of the episode, he goes, maybe I am one of the shitty cops who should be fired. I need to think about my behavior. Okay, yeah, so when, kind of like Fusco from Person of Interest. Yeah, yeah like he did, he, like okay. he did an objectively bad thing. But when he at the at the very end, when he finds out what he's done, he's so he's so filled with remorse that he's, I yeah I could imagine he probably left left the force because yeah. he's like suddenly you can see on his face that he's rethinking every decision he's made for the last thirty years. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I liked that the show show showed us yes rather than just being a one-dimensional bad cop but i also Mm -hmm. really liked that they didn't put the girl in the place where she had to forgive him you know that like right she did it was not a requirement she demanded an apology he apologized and she went cool i'm out Mm -hmm. oh yeah i think she told him she tells him to do better next time so yeah so she doesn't have to forgive him but uh so yeah it was definitely very complicated uh, okay i liked it a lot cool and on that note uh we will see you next week with all our stuff, including uh, the last ever episode of Krypton. Oh, thank God. Un- yeah, until Netflix picks it up or something, because it's <laughs> what they do. As long as they bring back Lobo. Yeah. Lobo or, show. Yeah, just Lobo show. Okay, so That's next week, too. same deal. Titans, Jessica Jones, Crap Town, and Boy. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Cool. So we will see you next week. Sam Bam Time, Sam Pow Channel. Bam Pow! I don't think Crap Town. Crap Town!